What's up, everybody? Welcome to Nerdy Boys Reviews. We're your hosts. I'm Nerdy Boy Christian. Nah, I'm Nerdy Boy Scott. And this is Nerdy Boys Reviews. You're a nerd podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest and nerdy news and everything else. So, spoiler warning, material, not spoiler, explicit content warning. The material on this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners of all ages, so you have been born. What's up, dude? Dun, dun, dun. What's up, my dude? It's been a while. It's, it's, everything is forgiven for the little blunder, you know? Everyone knows I'm the intro expert here. Exactly. That only ever takes me like 30 takes to do. But nonetheless, I am the expert. Right. And we haven't done this in a while, so you're forgiven. Thank you. I appreciate Just so that. You know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a long time. Not a long it time. Like a, a month time. or like a, over a month. It feels like it's been so much longer than that, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's really hard, guys. Life is... Uh, not easy when you get older and you gain a lot more responsibilities and yeah true i mean it sounds like excuses which they kind of are but nonetheless you know life has been very busy for me yeah yeah Yeah. i'll tell you guys all about that right now (laughs) (laughs) right right this second guys so uh i've actually started some uh separate projects outside of uh Nerdy Boys Reviews on YouTube, uh, two of them to be exact. Uh, one is a blog series that uh, follows my weight loss journey. Um, kind of got the inspiration just to make more content. <laughs> I've always been very, very like, interested in making content, whether it be on Twitch.tv, whether it be through podcasting. You know, obviously, Nerdy Boys Reviews have been doing it for like a thousand years now. Yeah, um, six years almost. Mm-hmm. Well, six years this yeah. month. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's the anniversary, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we won't do this podcast for like another two months. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll try to we'll try to stay uh, as current as we possibly can. Yeah. But, yeah, so the other podcast is an uh, idea. Oh, wait, sorry. Let me finish my thought on the weight loss uh, channel. So, you know, obviously, as you guys know, I've always been a bigger guy and I want to lose weight and stuff. And I thought, what, what an interesting way to create content and achieve a goal at the same time by by making a vlog series following my, my weight loss, you know, thoughts throughout the week, uh, doing workouts, uh, eating stuff and whatnot. And, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I just kind of hope I can help inspire somebody out there that felt like maybe they couldn't do it. And like, I don't want to say like in a negative sort of way, but if they like watch it and they feel inspired in a positive type of way and they're like, wow, this guy can do it. I can do it. So that's kind of like the mission behind my channel. So, and even if I just only like help one person, I'll be happy. (laughs) And then the other channel is a, uh, it's a NBA Sacramento Kings uh, fan channel. I got the idea off of uh, on YouTube. There's a lot of uh, for uh, English football or soccer, as us uncultured Americans know it as. Uh, they have a lot of fan channels, and I follow some very very successful ones. So I have like a pretty good out, you know, idea of an outline, and the idea kind of came about. I've been watching these channels for years. And, like, I've always thought they were so cool, and I wish I could be, like, involved in them and stuff, but I don't really know how to be involved in them. 
So that, along with, I started trying to get into sports cards, which I'll go into that in a minute. But I joined a Discord group, and, I, you know, we started talking about uh, basketball. And, we, you know, I'm just talking, talking, talking. I'm just, like, just, like so, like, passionate about it. And it's like it just like clicked in my head. I was like, "Why don't we start like a, a a Sacramento Kings fan channel?" There's there's not one out there. There's not a whole lot of Kings fans. I mean, there are a lot of Kings fans, but there's not like it's not like a popular organization, you know. So I was like, "The market's there. It's wide open." I was like, "I don't know of any uh, like NBA fan channels like that." I was like, "Could be an opportunity." I live in the actual city that the organization is. At, so, uh, you know, after games, I could go down and interview fans, right? you know, win, win or lose, you know, interview them and get their thoughts. And, you know, I've always loved the format of the fan channels. It really feels like you get to be a part of like a, a really cool community. That channel is going to be a work in progress. I have a lot of ideas for it. And like, I won't be like consistently uploading at first. But, like, as I go on and as I figure out some of my ideas for the channel, I will be doing more and more and more. But at the time, for the time being, right now, my weight loss channel is really my primary focus. Nice. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I did, uh, for both of them, I published both introduction videos, kind of explaining what the channel is all about and all that stuff. Then uh, for my weight loss one, I just uh, published the first actual episode like three or four days ago. Yeah, yeah I watched it. <sighs> yeah, dude. Uh, editing that long of a video is very rough, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> editing that long of a video is very rough and even more rough when you're doing it on a broken cell phone. <laughs> I can imagine. Editing in general is kind of a pain in the butt most of the time, so, I mean. Like, I mean, even on, like, a fully functioning, non-cracked screen would be presented challenges, but the the fact that there's, like, a middle, like, horizontal, like, bar right in the middle of my phone. Jeez. Not a visual bar, but, like, it's just, like, imagine, like, a little bar. That little section doesn't, like, I can't touch that little section. Oh, so a bunch of pixels phone. are it's dead really, on your phone. Yeah, dude, it's just like, there's like that one little spot, so then I always have to sit there and like rotate the phone and try to edit that way. I'm just like, that's a pain in the ass, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then not to mention when you have, you know, a full-time job and you have a relationship and you have, a, you know, a child, like, dude, trying to find time to edit, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if like is a hassle in itself, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if our listeners have noticed, but I, I never edit our podcasts, and they're like an hour to two hours most of the time. And yeah, right. I, I don't edit them, and it and it's not necessarily because I don't have the time, which you know I I could make the time if I needed to. I just don't edit them because um I I don't know. It's more organic if we're just talking most of the time. But videos you have to edit, of course. So right, um, yeah, because. Yeah, so when, when you guys hear us say, um, like, like, and different things like that, it, that's just, like, the organic talk within us. It's not edited in any kind of way. And, like, when you see those videos, and you're like, wow, they're so well-spoken or whatever. Not Probably not most of the time. Like, it's probably really chopped up and edited. 
right. all those little dead silences. Um, like, yeah, it was, so, it's, it's funny. Cause like when we first started podcasting, we got like feedback from a couple of different people and some people were like, Oh, edit out all the likes and the ums and stuff. And like, there's so much dead noise. And then other people were like, Oh, you know, the dead noise is good because you know, it makes it seem more real. And it's like, different people like different things uh, anyway but right, yeah. with podcasting i think it's much different than because it's like a long form like conversation than videos which are obviously pre-recorded and pre-planned right and and, and 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 i've been really into like uh like studying like what makes youtubers like successful and stuff and like one of the biggest like things is that you have to capitalize on your time you can't waste time with like a lot of things uh, and because of that, you know, because most people have a really short attention span and the longer, like, you, your content drags on and doesn't move, like, people just lose interest. Right. But podcasting is totally different just because people are expecting to listen to something for, a bit, like, long periods of time. Right. Most YouTube videos are, like, anywhere from, like, like, three minutes to, like, 15, 20 minutes, you know? Yeah, most people listen to podcasts while they're driving or while they're working or while they're doing something else. Like, people aren't just exactly. sitting there, like, engaging, like, directly with the podcast necessarily. Whereas with videos, most people are watching because they're bored or they're laying in bed or, like, you know, they, they're they trying to find something to entertain themselves while they're doing nothing, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that and then work and then, you know some other things we can't really talk about at the moment, but I'm going to tell you off. off okay. <laughs> Same. Well, I have something like, yeah. you know, uh, maybe a future announcement for the podcast, but I can't talk about it yet because things, oh, things, oh, oh, we're men of secret. <laughs> we're in the CIA. Things, no things, you know, like can change quickly. Um, so like, even though it's like, I got some news, like it's, it might change in the next couple of days or weeks. You never know. So, um, oh, you know, it's one of those, maybe I don't want to like get oh. you excited though. And then, you know, things happen. So, oh, interesting. interesting. Um, but yeah, it's so, so intrigued. <laughs> I'm sure the whole audience is so intrigued maybe, now. Maybe. They want to know both of our announcements. Well, I feel like mine is not, I mean, it's exciting for me, but like it's not going to be exciting for everyone else. But yeah. I'm sure you always going to be exciting for everyone. No, probably not. Um, Probably uh, not. Uh, I mean, I'm feeling. I feel like I might know what it pertains to, but oh well. Anyways, anyways, we move. We move. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So you're doing your um, your YouTube stuff. You have two videos, one introduction and one full video for your weight loss hero on YouTube, right? Yeah. So if anybody's yeah. interested in that, just search on YouTube. Uh, changes the filter to uh, channels so you can find his channel because if not you'll just get a bunch of random videos um, right. so you can find the weight loss so like channel right and you'll know it's me because there's like a really horribly designed uh, um, picture for the profile picture and it's just like a, a green uh, it's a black background with green text and like white outlining like shadowing and mm -hmm. stuff yeah, that's me, and it's very, like, off-centered, and, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can only get better, I like that, right? dude, like, editing and, like, stuff is so difficult when you can't do it on the, like, on the computer. 
and I have a fully functioning computer that's very, very good computer, but I don't have internet. So, like, doing it on on my computer, like, would be impossible, I think. <laughs> I don't even know how I'd get the files over from my phone to there because I was thinking, like, a thumb drive or something, but yeah. that wouldn't work because, obviously, <laughs> instead of... Yeah. you'd have to get one of those like thumb drives that can switch between like the SD drive or whatever and the USB port. There's some that exist. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. That's just too much at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, anyway, what are, what are we podcasting about today? Uh, well, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot that's been happening. Obviously, since the last time we podcasted, the most important thing is the unfortunate early passing of Chadwick Boseman, uh, who yeah. plays the Black Panther. I remember when this news broke, I was driving to Taco Bell and uh, my friend called me and he told me and I was like, dude, you're lying. There's no fucking way. Like, uh, like how, how, how would Chadwick Mosman die? He's like 43, which is how old he actually was when he passed away. And uh, yeah. And then I texted Scott right away to, to tell him as well. And it's like, that, that shit's just so heartbreaking, like because of how amazing he was as, as an actor and how well he portrayed T'Challa and, and carried the weight of this amazing character and, um, and in real life carried this weight of hiding that he had colon cancer and, uh, that eventually progressed and killed him. And he continued to work until he died. And, and what a, what a strong man he was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So obviously condolences go out to the Bozeman family. Um, super tragic dude it was so unexpected like when you text me that like i was so in disbelief i was like i was literally about to fucking text you back like you're chatting shit like yeah. there's no fucking way dude and then like my mind just started going to like a like if you're like how the hell did he die like how did this happen like like was he killed like what like did he like die from covid like what what, what the hell happened i was so confused you know right and then, like, so I hop on the internet, obviously, and, you know, it's like, do the research, and then that's when I found out. I was like, yeah, cool. I was like, yeah, cancer? I was like, did he even know? Like, I was, like, so confused. I was like, how did this happen, dude? <laughs> and then, like, you know, you just do more and more research, and the articles start to come out and stuff, and then you find out, you know, he, he knew about this, like, four years ago. <laughs> right. And it's just like... I don't know, dude. It's still hard to, like, even, like, talk about, and it's, like, still, like, this disbelief, you know, that, yeah. like, so, like one man could be so fucking strong to right. sit there and make this, like, amazing body of work working through, like, ridiculous struggle right. and, like, having the strength to not sit there and tell anybody because he wanted to live life on his own terms. And like, I just think it was just so amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and, um, you know, I, I think I read too, like he, he was convinced he was going to beat it. And, uh, that's why he was taking on a lot of work and, uh, trying to like stay busy and everything else. And it's like, it's really unfortunate, obviously that he didn't beat it, but you know, the fact that he just never told anybody and, he carried this burden and, and was working hard to maintain a lifestyle is, is really incredible. Right. And, and, and what I think is, is also equally incredible 
um, is the fact that it never leaked out of the studio because uh, it, it did come out that the studio knew about it. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that's really incredible. So I definitely want to say props to Disney, Marvel, everyone involved that was privy to like that secret into Chadwick Boseman's life and had that knowledge and still kept it like discreet because one, I think it's kind of amazing that they, they hired him because the the sad fact is a lot of times, you know, people find that out and they might be like, Oh, well, I'm sorry, but we can't, we can't keep you employed. You know what I mean? Like, we can't like <laughs> we can't have you be this character that we're setting up for the future, you know. And that's just the harsh reality. I'm not saying that that's what I would do, but yeah, I mean, and it's Hollywood. Like the harsh reality, like this, yeah, exactly. It, it, at the end of the day, it's business, you know. So I think it's kind of amazing that they they stuck with him. They kept his secret, gave him the dignity. Uh, to, to, to lead his life how he wants to on his terms and not basically put his business out there because, let's be honest, like, his life probably would have been a shambles, you know? It's just, it, 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 like, you know, Pop Ross is in the state 35 minutes, you know? Just look at this, look at this, look at this, you know? Yeah. And I'm really glad that he got to live his life like the the last few years, just the way that he wanted to live them on his terms, and he got to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish uh, with his body of work, and and believe it, it, it was a lot, dude. And like at first, I didn't even realize just how much he did. Like I knew about um, a few of the movies that he done, obviously Black Panther being primarily that, uh, you know, Avengers and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I didn't know about Jackie Robinson, but he did like hell of other movies too. And like, they were like all award-winning movies. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, now you got that knowledge is just like even like more mind-blowing. <laughs> right. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was, just, it, go ahead. I was just going to say he was an incredible actor and, um, you know, we should appreciate him for what he was and for what he did. And, um, you know, obviously people are starting to talk about, you know, how, how do we move on with Black Panther from here? But I don't think it's time to have that discussion yet. Oh, dude, I'm so happy you brought that up. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you, dude, not even nil point one seconds later, dude, from that news, people were like, well, what's going to happen with the Black Panther character? Dude, and I'm not gonna lie, I fucking lost my shit on a couple different people, dude. That made me so mad, dude. First off, if you're one of those people, how dare you, dude? How dare you, like, minimize another human being's life, dude? Like, seriously, like, how inconsiderate are you? You don't think that his family doesn't see that shit? You know those those comics and shit online, dude, and they're already struggling as is, and and, and they're thinking about how am I going to go on with my life without having, you know, my husband, my son, you know, uh, I don't know if he had brothers or sisters, but you know, my brother, or I don't, I don't even know if he had kids. To be honest, oh, uh, you know, their father, if he did have kids, 
And you're sitting there talking about, oh, but what about the character? Yeah, I mean... Who was? Who made that character, dude? Are you kidding me? Nobody knew who the fuck Black Panther was, to be honest. Like, I mean, if, if you're a comic book nerd, yes, you knew who Black Panther was. He's huge, this time. But outside of comic book, name me one game that he was in, bro. <laughs> name me, you know, a TV show that he was in like that. Name me, like, nobody knew who he was, bro. He made that character, bro. And on, on a different level, like, I just think it's mad disrespectful that you're sitting there talking about how, how are we going to replace somebody that, quite frankly, is irreplaceable, bro. I'm not sitting there saying that we shouldn't at some point replace them, but there's a, a, a time and a place for that kind of discussion. And, like, days or within even weeks of it happening, you guys are sitting there trying to figure out what's going to happen with the MCU, bro. Really? Yeah. What about I... all the all, all the castmates that 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 became their friend or their best friend, you know what I mean? And they just lost him and you're talking about how how are we gonna replace him? Come on, dude. Yeah, I think a lot of people like I respect. you know, that's that's their way of thinking. Like I, I don't know if it's I I don't know if I agree if it's like disrespectful. I think it's just like that's what some people immediately think of is because Oh, Black Panther mean meant so much to me watching that movie. Like, I don't want Disney to recast him, or I want this person to take up the mantle, or whatever. Like, maybe that's how they're dealing with it. But yeah, I, I don't think that's the right time or place to do it. Um, I agree with you. No, on no, that, so. and, no. I, I definitely agree. I'm I'm not saying that 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 the conversation of whether or not to pass a mantle on or just to recast him altogether shouldn't be a discussion at some point. Right, right. But just not right now. Just not right now, dude. Like. Literally, I started seeing posts that day, dude. That fucking day. And I'm just like, are you kidding? Like, what? And, like, I got responses like, well, you just want to wallow in uh, pity and, and, and stuff. And, and you just want time to stand still and stuff like that. I'm just like, no. I was like, I just think that people deserve to have time to, to mourn this fucking legend, dude. Right. <laughs> Well, the, the let's bro, be honest. He is King T'Challa, bro. The, the do you know how much grace you have to have to be able to perform on the level that he did to bring characters to life the way he did to bring meaning to characters the way he did going through all the shit that he's going through. Not only did we already feel like he was a true king watching it, now think about it, dude. And you guys are sitting there talking about let's fucking replace him. Like, yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm just like, oh, that shit makes me mad, dude. And I'm just like, yeah, are you kidding? It doesn't make me mad. It's just one of those things where it's like, like I, I appreciate the fact that none of these people actually get to make these decisions because it doesn't matter what they think at the end of the day, right? Like, they're not the people that are going to ultimately like posting continuous pictures of Shuri and saying with, with the, with the, I've seen the picture going around and everybody's like, they better not recast. They better do this. They better do that. Well, the brilliant thing for you guys is you don't get a fucking choice. You can shit post all you want and it won't make a difference to what Disney ends up doing. And Disney isn't going to sit here and, and, and worry about what people are saying online. They're going to, they're going to take the time to also mourn this amazing actor that they've lost. Um, who was a friend to probably people working there, a friend to his coworkers and the Avengers and other movies, including in Black Panther and everything else. 
These are people that, that appreciate him for the talent he did, that appreciate him for the human he was, and they're going to continue to try to extend that legacy through what they do and, and how they live their lives. And Disney is going to make up their own choices. And if they want to recast him, they will. Who gives a fuck what people on social media say? And if they choose to move on in a different position, they will. Who gives a fuck what we say or anybody else says? Like, that that's why, you know, I agree with you. It's not the time or place to discuss this because it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what we think anyway. Like, why don't we just appreciate the human and the, the actor that this person was? Like, why do we have right. to immediately exactly. start talking about, oh, well, wh- what's going to happen to Black Panther? Like, You'll find out when it happens. Stop asking questions right. now. You're not going to get the answers to anyway. Exactly. You know, so. Exactly, dude. It just feels, like, absurdly, like, in, like insensitive. And, like, I've never really been one for being, like, overly, like, sensitive to how everyone feels, you know, because I have, like, very strong opinions and stuff like that. But, like, when it comes to, like, things like this, it's just, like, there's, like, a level of, like, sensitivity that you need to, like, carry about yourself to like navigate like talking about things like this so it's just like well i just think like the level of insensitivity is just like absurd dude. <laughs> I, I think this is this is just america 2020 like not just america the world like whenever you bring up an important topic people try to deflect from that topic by bringing up something that they feel is related but is really not even significant to the conversation that needs to be had. We, we talked about this when it yeah. came to, to the racial injustice stuff and, and systematic racism and all this stuff, and people want to say, well, what about black-on-black crime? There's, there's a room for discussion on that. It has nothing to do with systematic racism. It has nothing to do with it. So, again, yeah. this is one of those things. We're talking about the replacement for Chadwick Boseman has nothing to do with, with talking about and remembering and, and, and appreciating the work that Chadwick Boseman did. Like, they seem related because yes, he was Black Panther. So of course we're going to talk about who's going to be Black Panther next. But but they're unrelated. Like we need to take time to appreciate what Chadwick Boseman did and how amazing. Again, like what Scott said, he made Black Panther. He was T'Challa. He exuded this grace and and he carried this mantle and it was amazing and brilliant and beautiful to see. And I will still say to this day, Black Panther is one of the only MCU films that literally transcends what it means to be a comic book movie. And, and that's what makes exactly. it so special. And Chadwick Boseman Dude, was the perfect exactly, person to bro. do that. We talked about it on this podcast uh, when we reviewed uh, Black Panther, um, how transcendent the film was. Like, here in America, hardly ever, hardly ever is, like, real, like, African root, like, pride shown, dude amongst like any community really i don't even want to just pin it to like the african-american community but any community in america like it's pretty rare that you see like people show like their their pride from where their ancestry comes from and stuff like that And, and and i don't know the um the the word for the the style of clothing but Dude, literally, it was news stories after news stories after news stories after news stories about how people watching this film felt such amazing pride from, like, where their ancestors came from. They actually started wearing, like, the same similar clothing that you see in the movie that you actually see in uh, the different, uh, you know, like, African countries and stuff. Like, you see, like, swept across not only this, America, but swept across the world, like people were dressing up and stuff, and not as like the the the, the characters, 
but for the pride of where the people come from. Right. You know? So oh. this movie truly transcended like just the comic book genre from, you know, obviously it's it's a huge subject in America today, how disenfranchised uh like the African uh African American community feels in America today and in like that little moment in history they didn't feel that way. They felt nothing but pride from like where they came from and it, it felt like it gave them a voice and stuff like that. And I just think it was it was really in that moment people I, I don't I can't even do that. I can't even explain it. It, it was something special bro yeah and that word isn't even like strong enough of a word <laughs> to like describe like what happened the movement that happened right well i mean the, the you know other... the you want wakanda forever uh literally trending on the internet right uh, you know a made-up place people want to represent this made-up place because it represents many different cultures of where they come from and stuff and that's to see that's like amazing and special and Chadwick, without Chadwick Boseman, I don't think it's really all that possible, dude. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, even even talking about like you know, it's not just obviously racism is is not just an American issue. Um, but oh, yeah, no, but no, when you talk not. about you when you talk about the portrayal of African Americans in in American culture and American media, you know, a lot of movies that center around uh, black stories, if you will. Uh, focus on people in the ghetto or focus on poor black people or people, you know, th- things things of this nature. Whereas Black Panther, you know, had elements of that, but but it's a story about people of color and power, you know, and that exactly. there's a pride that comes with and that. Nobility because, and and royalty. And, yeah. And honestly, like, in America, they don't receive those sort of messages in films and stuff. Yeah, it's always like it's always <laughs> movies, you know, and, and obviously there's a place for it because it is true. There, There's a lot of, you know, poor people of color in this country and their stories are important, too. But we don't tell enough stories about about people of color having power and showing their power. And, you know, obviously we can talk about Martin Luther King and, and things like that. But when when you see a movie of this character in power who is a person of color and all these other great tribes and, and everything else in these African cultures and, and look at the, the different ideologies, obviously between, you know, T'Challa and, uh, Killmonger, like these are real issues, like, and these are real ideologies that people can understand and, and relate to and, and, and apply to the real world. And that's what makes it so special. Um, you know, and like we said, when we first reviewed black Panther, we talked about how amazing Michael B. Jordan was, but both Scott and I said the only person who stands out more than him in this movie as an actor is Chadwick Boseman. Mm, straight up. <laughs> Facts. 100%. Dude, it, it, I mean, what more can we, can, can we say, uh, to be honest? <laughs> I was just, yeah. He was, he, he was terrific, man, and and definitely will be missed. That's for sure, dude. I, I don't think people... And, like, I think, like, for somebody like me, like, I have always been, like, somebody who wears, like, the motions like, on the sleeve sort of thing. And, like, for me, it's just, dude, that shit hit me so, like, hard. I know I do. I fucking cried, man. Like, I was, like, like, fucking depressed, dude. I was, like, really sad about it, man. Yeah. Like, it's it, really, really, like, emotional. Like, 
just like, right. oh, man, like, this shit is like, made such an impact on my life, dude, in like, such a positive way, that like, when a loss like that feels like, like, it's really like, oh, as a loss to me, you know? Yeah, it feels like, uh, you know, it reminds you about the fragility of life, and and you know that our time here is not permanent and it's important to make the most of our opportunities and take advantage of the time we have to appreciate the people we love and and really you know focus on what's important and not on all the toxicity in the world and all the bad things that are happening around us not the fact that our state is on fire and we can't breathe outside and we can't go anywhere and do anything you know (laughs) Like, right. it's important for yeah, us I mean, to I mean, live this, life. The, the state of this world is, like, a perfect example. Like, I, I can't stand, like, those statements that they're, like, oh, they're just superheroes or, like, oh, it's just a game, you know? Like, not not to everyone, though. You know, it's like, yeah, it might do that to you, but for me, it has a completely different meaning, dude. Like, like comic books and superheroes and shit got me through some really fucking dark-ass shit in my life, dude, and fucking... Not a lot of shit that I really even talk about that often to, like, anybody, you know? Right. But fucking went through, like, major fucking depression, dude. Fucking do that. And the culture, the superheroes, the characters, the friends that I made, all helped me through that. Yeah, And man, for, I... like, somebody to, like, to say, oh, oh it's just a character or it's, it's just, you know, like, it's not that big of a deal or whatever. It's just, like... <laughs> right, which not to me, dude. Yeah, I mean, to, to some people, yeah, it's not a big deal. But to the people, it is a big deal. I mean, there we we're all different in in a lot of ways, and the things that someone finds important, we might not find important, and and vice versa. So, it right. you know, like for for you and I, I mean, we spent so many so many days, so many nights in comic book stores, or uh, you know, hanging out and like doing nerd shit, like going to premieres of movies and and superhero movies and everything else. And, and those are things that are important to us. And those are the things that get us through day-to-day life. And, exactly. And, 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 and there's so many countless stories just like it. It reminds me of a, uh, of like a story arc in Smallville, uh, a, a television show about Su- well, Superman, in case you guys don't know what that is. And if you don't, come on, dude, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no, I think the whole series is on Hulu. If you guys do want to check that out. But, um, Anywho, uh, uh, so basically there's, um, like, a, a kid that, like, runs away and, like, gets, like, crosses, like, uh, Clark Kent's path and, you know, pretty much he saves him and stuff. And, like, he has, like, telepathic powers. And so, like, he feels, like, overwhelmed a lot by, like, the fact that he even has these powers and he never feels like he has, like, any moment's peace. And, like, uh, the people who, like, are supposed to be his, like, foster parents, like, find out he has the ability and, like, try to take advantage of him. And, like, he, he, like, copes with being, like, abused and mistreated and stuff through, like, a comic book uh, series, I believe it's called, like, Archangel or something like that in, in the TV show. Not a, it's not a real comic book series, but, yeah. And, like, it's just, like, such a fantastic example of, like, the representation of, like, what it does for so many comic book fans. <laughs> Right. It's like it's that it's that escape. It's that that one reliable thing that gets you through every day. <laughs> and it's yeah. so much more than just a story. Yeah, I so, mean, and for I, know, I, I mean, I was never really like bullied as a kid for liking comic books or anything. Like, 
a lot of people are, but I was never really bullied for it. And maybe it's because I was always like taller than most people in my class and stuff. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> like no, no one really ever bullied me, but like I'd get comments from like people in my family, like about like how I need to grow up and how I need to stop talking about comic cons and, and doing stuff like this. And it's like, it's, it's one of those things where it's right. like, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like it, it's like, these are things that do something for us. Like reading, co- like comic books might not feel relatable to a lot of people, but at the end of the day, a lot of comic books tell human stories and we're human. Right. And right. you know, I always think like anytime we talk about, about stories or, you know, superheroes, comic books, star Wars, etc. I always am reminded of, of the quote from Samwise Gamgee about stories that mean something. Right. And you know, he's like, all oh, these people like have, chances of turning back but they keep going because they're fighting for something and they believe that there's good in the world and everything else and like that that's a real thing that's a human thing that's a human experience where we realize that like we need to keep going we can't just give up we need to keep fighting every day of our lives keep living every day of our lives to make sure we create better lives for ourselves and our families and and do things that mean something to us and that's why these stories mean something to us right so yeah so yeah like (laughs) basically back to the original point is he was more than just a character in a film one time in history you know there's so much more than that to me yeah (laughs) so like i I was fucking devastated dude when i found out i was just like this i remember because like i was over at uh my grandma's i think yeah, I was at my grandma's house. Uh, I had to spend the night because I had to take her to the airport the next day. And you had hit me up. And then, like, not within 10 minutes later, like, uh, my girlfriend hit me up. It was, like, telling me, and, like, I just, dude, I was, like, a fucking wreck, dude. I was, like, and, like, I just remember, like, explaining to her, like, how I was feeling and stuff and, like, how, like, it just means, like, so much more and stuff and like it was just it was crazy dude and like what like made me like hella proud is like i felt like for once she actually understood what i meant like when like sometimes she's like oh it's just a game or whatever you know and i'm like nah, it's more than that you know right and like because like the very like next day like i think like the way she seen that it impacted me like she she finally understood you know and, like, she was, like, chatting to somebody on, like, Facebook, and they were bringing, like, something up, like, about, um, there's, like, something about, uh, Chadwick Boseman and stuff, and, like, she had basically thought, like, in the, the defense of, like, my position, you know, about, like, how it means more, and she's, like, to some people, it means so much more, and blah, 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 and she, like, let me read it and stuff, and I was just, like, that felt amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, Chadwick Boseman's performance, you know, not just in Black Panther, but his other performances, I mean, it, you could tell it meant so much to so many people. And might, might not even meant the same thing to everybody. Like, we, we all have our different interpretations of things, and things mean something to us differently. So uh, it's just amazing to see, you know, how many people were touched by his performances in his life. And um, obviously right. he'll be dearly missed and and um yeah Yeah. but that's if i'm not mistaken uh marvel did make a decision on what they're going to do with the character though right 
I don't think anything's been confirmed. I haven't okay. seen, but if you know okay. something, I don't. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's right or not or whatever, but yeah. But anywho, yeah, we'll just deal with that at a different time then. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, just, yeah, just yeah. Just take the time to uh, remember Tyler Bozeman and, and what he did for the world and what he meant to all of us and how amazing he was, <laughs> how, how much grace and honor he had and you know we're only touching on the black panther stuff dude but i started watching some of those other movies and they are amazing dude. <laughs> yeah um, yeah, i'm gonna say if you guys get a chance i would definitely check out his other you know his, his full body of work because he's amazing dude. <laughs> yeah yeah okay um well obviously there's been a lot of news um since the last time we talked, uh, the most recent thing would probably be the PS5 event um, that just happened this past right. week. Um, Poor shit, dude. <laughs> so PS5 Poor is uh, is coming out November 12th. Uh, pre-orders was a nightmare um, from what I've heard. Um, yeah, dude. So I found out about it a day later than apparently the entire world. <laughs> So I go to like message our friend Shane who works at a, at a game you know, at GameStop and so I'm like, all right, I know you've probably had a thousand million billion messages about it already, but um, like how the like do you guys have any pre-orders left for the PS5? And he's like, nope. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, Sony messed up on how they announced it. And like gave the go ahead, and then GameStop then botched it. And apparently, Sony or whoever they get the the, the shipment from mm-hmm. only like allocated like the equivalent of like twenty systems per store. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? So yeah, they're sold out everywhere. <laughs> And since then, Sony has put out a tweet saying, so this could have gotten a lot better. <laughs> uh, we're sorry about that. And uh, retailers are going to get more allocated resources for more systems. Um, please stay in contact with the retailers or whatever for further details or something like that. Yeah. One of our friends told me like he spent like 14 hours on Best Buy's website before he got one. Are you talking about Jamar? No, I'm talking about uh, Daniel. Oh, jeez. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's all funny. <laughs> yeah, Daniel has been keeping me in the loop and some stuff for it. Yeah. I mean, um, aside from the botched release announcements and everything, uh, games that were announced, obviously, are like Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man. They showed, like, gameplay and some cinematics. Uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. And a new, like, Dark Souls game, right? Was that one of them? Um, They announced a whole bunch of stuff for it. So if you guys are interested, you can check out PS5's event on YouTube and watch all their little videos and stuff. Um, Other than that. Yeah, no. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited for PS5. I'll probably get PS5 this year. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, like, so th- the thing that I find interesting is, like, you know, PS5 and P- Xbox One are, like, they're both releasing one system that has a disk drive and one that doesn't. Is that the case? I don't know about Xbox One, but I know PS5. One of them has a disk drive, and one of them is just a digital one. Um, that and that's why like the digital one is like a hundred dollars less than the one with the disk drive. And so, if you're like old school and want to buy discs still, then you might want to spend an extra hundred dollars. And if not, then you can get the other one. But, yeah, and I'm sure you can still buy everything digitally on the disk drive one. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the additional. Um, you know, a lot of people still like to have the hard copy of the disc and stuff, which I don't blame because, you know, if you ever, like, don't have internet or something, like, you still be, should be able to play, like, most games in offline mode. Right. Which, that's pretty much been my <laughs> entire gaming life since I moved. I've been uh, just playing FIFA offline. <laughs> right. Mode. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and in other news, uh, I guess some of the older news, uh, there was DC Fandom where they announced a bunch of things, released a Batman trailer, released some Suicide Squad stuff, um, Gotham Knights, the video game was announced. Uh, what else happened there? I, there was a, uh, The Schneider Cut got a trailer um, that... Mm-hmm. I, here's the thing, right? They they used the, the Hallelujah song off, off that Zack Schneider also used in Watchmen, but it's one of the most overplayed mm-hmm. songs in the history of songs. So, like, that kind of annoyed me just in general. But are, are you excited at all about a Snyder Cut of Justice League? Do you care about it? Is this important? Or? No, I, I could give two shits last There's no way you can slice, cut, or edit this to be any better of a film, dude. I don't care. I don't care. I, dude, this is like... For, like, instance, like, in sports, uh, especially, like, uh, Premier League uh, soccer, like, the the team, to most people, is, like, a religion. It's, like, that that team is, like, their religion. They swear by it. They won't say anything bad about the team, no matter what, how awful they are, how much they disagree internally, but, like, externally, they won't uh, voice their opinion against the club right. in any sort of negative sort of way. And this is exactly the same thing, dude. There's, there's people that are so excited about it because they swear up and down that, that, that the original was so fucking good and that it was so crap. It was so garbage, dude. And, like, anybody I, I really honestly talk to about it, like, will finally just admit once I talk to them a little bit, they're like, yeah, it kind of looks crap. You know, it's just like they have this, like, sort of, like, sense yeah. of... Uh, I'm- um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they feel the need to like stay loyal to them. Yeah, well, and they feel like if 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 they're if they say anything bad, that's not them being loyal. Yeah, I don't know. Most people like I feel like hated Justice League, and the the rumors are like only 25 percent of what Zack Schneider sh- shot is actually in it, and the rest is like WB and Joss Whedon, and that's why it's so bad. And this one is going to be four one hour episodes that of the movie or something. Uh, it's going to be like a four-hour cut of the movie with all of uh, Zack Schneider's stuff, and he's going to do it justice and all this stuff. And and I, I I'll I'll watch it. You know, I'll be open-minded about it. But yeah. I have no like the 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 original version of the film wasn't good, and I like Joss Whedon, and I hate Zack Schneider. 
because of what he did with BVS and things like that. I don't think that's a good movie, but everyone has different opinions and that's fine. Um, so I'll still watch it. I'll be open-minded about it. Um, I, I still think Ben Affleck looks great in the Batman suit, if that means anything. And I hated the way they portrayed him in, in Justice League as like this old man who can't fight and is just like always injured. It's mm-hmm. kind of fucking weird. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You thought it was crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I mean, weird, dude. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, you know, we got we got the the Batman trailer, and I, I remember everybody complaining about Robert Pattinson, and you and I were on the same page. You know, we're we're very open minded. You know, have faith in him because aside from Twilight, he's done a lot of really good things. Um, he's not a bad actor, and holy shit, what, that was a fucking amazing trailer. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, I, I just yeah. remember people like, oh, he's, oh, I don't want a sparkly vampire as Batman, and like, he's like, people are talking shit before they even see him, like, I'll admit, some of the pictures of him in the suit didn't look that good. But on camera, like in the video, it looks so good. Right. So okay, you gotta give a chance, keep an open mind and stuff. You 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 don't really know. Like I, you know, I I mean, I fully expect Snyder Cut to be ass. I'm still gonna watch it though. Right. Just to see if there's anything truly different about it. Mainly just so I can say I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> I told you, it's no matter how you chop up shit, it's still shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the "I told you so" note, I mean, I, I don't, I've, I haven't said this on the podcast because we haven't podcast in a while, but I've continuously yeah. told our friend Daniel that movies like Wonder Woman and Black Pan and uh, Black Widow are going to be pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And uh, if you guys didn't know, they've been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back to next year now. So. um I guess that's news as well. Uh, the Mandalorian's coming. Season two is coming out on October thirtieth, which is awesome because season one was great. Did you watch yeah. season one? Uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't particularly care for how it ended, to be honest, but yeah, yeah. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. the The trailer, <laughs> the trailer for season two came out. It looks, it looks awesome. It looks like they're trying to bring baby Yoda to go find his Jedi family. Um, <laughs> so, uh, also on the, the star Wars news, um, there's some, uh, there's some controversy happening. Um, John Boyega did an interview with GQ talking shit about Disney and, uh, how they misused his character and didn't know what to do with him. Had people trying to work on him that didn't know how to cut black hair. And uh, it's kind of embarrassing that a company like Disney would fall into a trap like this. And uh, really, again, I agree with everything John Boyega said because it's evident that they they didn't. Okay. 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 I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to keep I'm going to keep a level head when I talk about these new Star Wars movies. But Mm -hmm. it's very, very, very clear that they did not have a plan. From the start, J.J. Abrams wanted to make The Force Awakens and be done and never come back to it. There was never oversight from Lucasfilm or Disney on what to do next, so they gave Ryan Johnson creative ability to do what he wanted. And then J.J. Abrams came back and had to make another movie that that kind of tried to tie pieces together. Finn's character started off very interesting and very, very cool, just like Poe, just like Rey. 
these are three characters that by the end they feel like they didn't have satisfying arcs like Finn should have definitely like started doing some Jedi training or something at some point like we we skip a whole movie of his arc and and it just it, it ends badly and it's evident based on what Juan Boyega said and what Disney did that they didn't know what to do with this character Right. And when you have a franchise like Star Wars that's so big and means so much to so many people and you don't even take the time to put a story together and know what characters are going to do from beginning to end, from movie 7 to movie 9, then you are disrespecting the fans. True. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Uh, Not only that, <laughs> I right? Mean, it, 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 it's super clear that they just never had a direction. Especially with, like, um, John Boyega's character and stuff. You can just tell, like, Finn is just, like, he, like the way they had started his story arc, he was supposed to be so much more important in the films. Yeah. And yet he wasn't. And, like, just, like, eventually, like, it, it, the transition started in, in number two and then totally in number three just fell to, like, the wayside. Like, they just didn't really know what to do with him creatively so they're just like you know what we're just not going to do anything with him <laughs> right and, and the thing it's is like they half-assed like tried to come up with this like love interest between like two different characters and like totally just like burnt out and it's just like the fuck happened right. and it's just like this is very like muddled and this is really weird <laughs> yeah the... how they handled his not only his character too but like uh poe as well right and that's the thing is like Poe is like his character that's like you know kind of interesting in in the Force Awakens, and then like kind of annoying and bad in the next movie, and then in the last movie like you find out all this history about him. You're like this this arc should have been built across three movies, but we're getting it in mm-hmm. one. Like, and I remember after the Force Awakens came out, and then the Last Jedi came out, and it, you know. Uh, people kept saying J.J. Abrams had plans for Snoke and J.J. Abrams had plans for Ray's parents and J.J. Abrams had these plans and Ryan Johnson ruined it all. You cannot ruin something that never existed because Daisy Ridley in an interview two weeks ago came out and said before they filmed episode nine, they toyed with the idea of her being nobody. They toyed with the idea of her being a Kenobi. They toyed with the idea of her being a Palpatine. Two weeks into filming, J.J. Abrams came to her and said, we don't like the Palpatine idea. We're going to do something else. Halfway through filming, she found out Palpatine's her grandpa. There was never a plan. Never. And and it really frustrates me when people say, J.J. set up so much and they ruined it. J.J. wanted to be one and done. He didn't care what they did after what he did. He didn't care. And Disney obviously didn't care. And Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm didn't care. Nobody cared. They just knew they are going to make money, so they put out a product. Right. Dude, and that, that's why, like, believe it or not, like, J.J. Abrams probably wasn't even their first, second, or third choice, like, director, more than likely. Like, when these things happen, like, they go through, like, like a mill of, like, choices, you know? And a lot of times, believe it or not, they get denied. Like they, like there's directors and writers and stuff that don't want to do it because they're not sure enough about their ability and they don't want to disrespect the franchise. Believe it or not, it really happens. <laughs> I can, I could fucking put my paycheck on the dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, even J.J. Abrams didn't want to do it, but you know, eventually he he did. Um. So. But he shouldn't have done it. <laughs> 
Yeah. If he wasn't going to stick through for all the films and have a creative vision, he's obviously... So obviously they wanted multiple films, but they didn't have a vision for all the films. Right. Well, even so then, even when they bought Star Wars and George Lucas told him, I'll help you with the films you want to make, I, I had a plan for them. They told him, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll look into it, and then they just threw it out the window. They didn't care. They didn't want to use his plans, which is fine. But to just not even put out anything with a, with an actual plan, that that's why you can ask yourself, like, why does Disney have some hit and miss Star Wars stuff? Why are the movies not so good? But The Mandalorian is one of the best things to ever come from Star Wars. And it, and it really is the people running it. John, uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, who are doing The Mandalorian, had a plan for it for, from start to finish. That's why it's good. They know what they're doing. Exactly. They invite in new fans while, while also providing stuff for hardcore Star Wars fans. And that is a balance that's really hard to strike, and that's why The Mandalorian works so well. But anyway, um, I think that's it for Star Wars news. But there's this whole big uh, investigation going on because Ray Fisher has alleged uh, things against Warner Brothers, Joss Whedon, John Berg, Jeff Johns, and uh, Warner Brothers DC as a whole. And so there's an investigation going on, and it's a bunch of tit for tat. And I'm not going to get into any of it because until the facts come out, I don't have an opinion on it. Um, I think if if there's been instances of racism or anything on set, then that, that obviously needs to be addressed. And um, hopefully an investigation comes out. You and I have uh, talked a lot of shit about Warner Brothers and how dysfunctional they are and how they don't really know what to do with DC. Um, so mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't surprise me if there's been uh, some abuse on set. So, uh, Okay. But, I mean, yeah. he, he says... Well, he, I mean, obviously not even hearing of the story and not really knowing any details, I don't really have an opinion. Yeah, <laughs> there, there are no details. He says he can't say anything because of a non-disclosure agreement he signed. Uh, but there's an, the, Warner Brothers opened an investigation, and then there's, like, rumors, like, oh, we, we tried to reach out to him to talk, and he didn't want to talk to the investigator. And then he's like, well, it's because I wanted a third-party investigator, but Warner Brothers uh, hired someone in their in their investigation department, so I didn't want to talk to him. And it's like, it's all he says, she said right now, and, and until the facts come out, I, I have no opinion on it, you know? Right. like that, And same with you, obviously. Like, if you don't know something, you can't have an opinion on it, so... Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, so there is like allegations of like racial abuse or well, there's just allegations of misconduct like or or whatever, whatever it is. I mean, and coming out of WD, DC, and stuff like that, like it just does not surprise me whatsoever. Right. They're so dysfunctional as a studio and as a project, like. How could you expect anything less, to be honest? Like, I mean, I'm not taking any sides because obviously I don't know any facts and I don't know these people, so how can I pass judgment on something I don't really know? But the revolving door that is actors, directors, writers. Yeah. Do you expect anything less, to be honest? I don't. So right now, I'm like more leaning towards whatever you said. Uh, probably true. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I don't know anything. I don't know any facts. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, as our stuff comes out and stuff, and as we do another podcast on it at some point, uh, I will probably definitely have a better formed opinion. <laughs> right, like, like I, I maybe I'm reading too much into it with saying maybe it's some racial stuff, but pretty much what he said is like it's unprofessional, like uh, it's an unprofessional 
like set and Joss Whedon's making comments about how shit uh, Zack Schneider's version was and things like that. And like, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things. It's like, I'm sure some of that's true, but is it a big deal? Maybe, maybe not. Like, I, I don't know uh, until I get actual details. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can full heartedly believe that people say stupid shit on set. Like I, I'm sure it's not just yeah. Whedon and, and everything else, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, Chris Hemsworth says that Thor Love and Thunder will not be his last Marvel movie, which is cool because we all love Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Thank goodness. Oh, man. I mean, he's, he's a genius. <laughs> Especially, like, I think, like, honestly, probably the most underrated performance in Avengers uh, Part 1 and 2 would probably be Thor. <laughs> Super underrated. Like, especially, like, the, little, the, the, the depression spell he went through and stuff and like that's very that's like directly pulled from comic books and stuff like similar things and whatnot right and I I, I just like feel like as a character he's like massively underappreciated yeah yeah I think Chris Hemsworth is like he's done an amazing job oh yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah well Thor is like uh, he's a he's an interesting character when he's done right, and you know Marvel's not always done a great job with Thor, but um, yeah, I think I think he does really well in the ensemble films, and obviously Thor Ragnarok is one of the best MCU films. So um, yeah, Thor, great, can't wait to see more of him as well. Uh, very exciting right. news on the MCU front with uh, Kang the Conqueror being cast. For Ant-Man Season 3, um, Jonathan Majors is going to be playing Kang the Conqueror. And for you guys who might not know, Kang is actually like a high-level villain in the MCU. Not the MCU, but in, in, in Marvel Comics. And he probably will be uh, like your next... He's a long-standing uh, um, Avengers villain. Yeah, uh, he, he deals a lot with like Fantastic Four and, and Inhumans and things like that. But he's been a big, big like uh, like universe-wide villain. So... Um, you know, he, he's one of those characters that you can definitely see being the next big, big bad of the next course of, uh, Marvel movies, not just in Ant-Man 3, he'll be in other movies for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think he's your next kind of Thanos figure and he's almost more interesting cause he, he kind of deals with like time travel as well. Like, uh, rewriting history, um, like doing like just crazy shit. Like Kang is a really powerful villain and, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it'll also open the door for introducing certain Fantastic Four characters into the MCU. Yeah. And didn't like, he pretend to be, like, Iron Lad during one story arc? Uh, it's sure possible. Um, yeah, like, he, he had, like, posed himself as, uh, um, like, the person who is, like, Iron Lad and stuff. Because, like, you know, he can time travel and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> Like he, yeah, for a while he was dying that too. <laughs> yeah, Kang is Kang is a big high level villain, so very uh, yeah. very exciting stuff there. Um, we're also seeing George Saint Pierre come back as Batroc the Leaper in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. If you guys don't know who oh, ba- Batroc is, uh, he fought uh, Captain America at the beginning of uh, Winter Soldier on the boat. Did all the little flippies mm-hmm. and jumpies and stuff. So. Right. Um, that's cool. That's mm. cool. Uh, apparently, WandaVision is still coming out later this year. Who knows if that'll happen or not uh, with everything going on? Right. But 
Uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, there was something else. Oh, oh yes. Uh, what's her name? Tatiana Maslany has been cast as She-Hulk. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, she's kind of small, but I'm not too concerned about the look of the actress. Like, I, I never watched Orphan Black, which is like what she's most famous for. But a lot of people are very excited about her being cast, so we'll see what happens. But right, um, yeah, we have a we have a She Hulk. Um, she Hulk, I mean, the digital age and stuff, they can edit and whatnot. I mean, look how huge, massive they made Chris Evans look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, originally, which they have a tone that shit back <laughs> in the latest films. <laughs> right. Uh, like, remember, like when he first took the Super Soldier Serum, like how like inflated his muscles looked like. He looked like one of those like, like stereotypical like WWE like steroid users. <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, just, like straight up like like have you ever seen like uh like on um, yeah steroid users? That's like pretty much how their muscles actually look. Just look like they fucking injected fucking like water into their muscles. Yeah. I, I think that Chris Evans is one hell of a man, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I have some exciting news for you in particular. Oh. Um, oh. So New York Comic Con has my, announced. My, body, my body's ready. <laughs> New York Comic Con has announced uh, their first wave of virtual panels, right? So they're going to do virtual Ooh. panels for Comic Con, obviously, because people can't go. Uh, but they're going to do a Smallville panel with uh, Tom Welling, right? Erica Durance, Sam Witwer, Laura Vandervoo, and Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, so uh, what is that? Uh, Clark Kent, Lex Luthor, Lois Lane, Supergirl, and apparently Sam Witwer was Davis Bloom slash Doomsday. So, um, which I hated that story. <laughs> I kind of did. I thought it was so terribly done. But anyway, yeah. Anyway. So this uh, doesn't say. I don't. I don't see a date where this is taking place, but it's going to be during New York Comic Con. So um, let me. See. I wonder how they're going to handle that. Like, obviously, there's going to be a, a special web address or whatever. Like, are they going to have, like, like numbers, like, entries? Like, like yeah, pay for it to watch it? Like, how is this going to work? Uh, I think, I mean, I I think it's just going to be streamed online. Hold on. Here's a chance for me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, maybe you have to buy tickets. I don't know. Okay. This is at the end. New York Comic Con and MCM Comic Con's Metaverse will be held from October 8 to 11. So, um, that's when they'll be... But it doesn't say anything about uh, tickets for that necessarily. Um, right. So, yeah, I'm not sure when it actually like like how it works. I remember like a couple years ago for San Diego Comic Con, they would uh, like live stream the panels, but people were obviously paying to be there. So you know now they're losing money. So maybe they're not going to live stream them without people paying to get in. But uh, oh yeah, see that's what I was thinking like directly like how are they gonna profit from this or whatever I mean, maybe they're not really too interested but apple yeah I, i'm sure it'll <laughs> I mean, be, that'd like... be super nice to you to say if they just like let anybody watch and they just like uh like if they did like a, a, a like youtube or like a uh twitch style stream 
where people donate in their questions and those are the only questions they read. Right. You know? Yeah. I'm Obviously, sure. they wouldn't be able to get through all of them, but, like... I'm sure it'll be something like that. Like, there's some concerts that have happened that, like, you can pay, like, $10 to $30 or whatever to, like, watch it either live-streamed or you have up to two days to watch it and you can, like, participate in a chat and stuff. Uh, but you just pay, like, the entry fee to get in and then you sign in, like, the day of or whatever and you can watch it um, and participate. But I don't know if they're going to do something like that. Right. So... Because obviously no one's going to be there. Like, it's all probably going to be over Zoom or something. Um, so, at least they don't have to pay the fees for, like, hosting the or, like, uh, renting out the fucking shop or the, the convention center. So, that should save yeah, them some yeah. money. But, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's definitely definitely a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It should be interesting to see how they handle it with all the details, all the specifications and whatnot. Right. I'm definitely interested. Well, mainly interested in that panel. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, like a lot of times panels are things that it's like they might sound interesting and just be not interesting or they might sound boring and be interesting. Like it, it always depends. So like mm-hmm. for something like this, it's like if you're already there, you might just show up to a random panel that is whatever and, and enjoy it. But if you have to pay money like for each individual panel or however it works, like you're just going to buy the ones that you're interested in. So. Right, yeah. Or maybe it's just going to be like, uh, like a, I would assume that like because it's going to be digital and there's going to be like high volume traffic and stuff because there'll be like new people coming in that yeah. would have never even went to Comic Con because they can't make it, you know? So right. like assumingly like they would make like virtual tickets more affordable. Like I would assume like maybe five bucks is reasonable. Yeah. Right, I feel like that, that's pretty reasonable. As an, as an entry and then you know you should get all access to everything you know we should do virtual like tours of things and like uh obviously virtual panels and whatnot and press conferences or whatever have you right <sighs> excuse me i yawned oh, um how dare you <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much covers most of the news, um, that's been going on. Um, but, uh, you know, on the movie front, Wonder Woman's pushed back to Christmas and, uh, Black Widow's pushed back to next year. So, uh, who knows what's going to happen in the next couple months with our society and our world. Um, but hopefully things, uh, happen that are good, <laughs> if not bad. Um, so... Yeah, that that wraps up the news. Do we have anything else to talk about? Yeah. Sorry, what was that last part? Somebody was like talking. Oh, oh, no, no trying worries. To get away from them. No worries. Uh, sorry, yeah. if that, sorry if that blood through you guys. Uh, yeah. Well, we're we're all wrapped up with news, so I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to talk about, or oh. uh, you know anything nope nope that just about covers i think uh talked about everything i wanted to regarding black panther and chadwick boseman passing away R.I.P. um you know i got my thoughts across and everything so i don't got anything else no that's that's it so uh thank you thank you everyone who's listened and uh you know, engaged with us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Nerdy Boys Review and Facebook and Instagram as well, Nerdy Boys Reviews. And um, 
yeah, check out Scott's uh, YouTube channel, Weight Loss Hero, to follow his weight loss journey. Uh, if you're interested in Star Wars talk, you can check out my other podcast, Across the Stars, all about Star Wars shit. Um, Which and, I plan to get on soon. Yes, yep, we'll have to get you on soon. Um, you know, I've done a bunch of random topics, like talking shit about the sequels, uh, talking about how bad Star Wars relationships are, uh, you know, just talking bad things about Star Wars because I love Star Wars, obviously. Um, no, but yeah, there's there's some good stuff, you know, we say too, but um, yeah, you can check that out. And uh, obviously, thank you everyone for listening to us and keep supporting us uh, through through everything. You know, obviously, we've we've told you before, we're not going to be able to podcast every weekend or, uh, you know, whatever. Like, it's just when we have time because Scott obviously has a family. I have life responsibilities as well. Like, you know, whenever our schedules line up, we'll definitely do this more. But, uh, you know, you have to bear with us. And thank you for everyone who has and continues to. You guys rock. Yes, you guys are awesome. And we appreciate your continued support as always. Um, I think you guys are awesome and amazing and wonderful. Oh, oh, and by the way, so you guys should also follow my uh, personal, uh, well, just my Instagram account, okay? Uh, so it's uh, Captain Hot Sauce, and there's a reason for this. Uh, so I've been really motivated just to put out content in general, and this came about through um, watching, uh, like, an entrepreneur on, well, he's just world famous, honestly, Gary Vee. Um, and he just he talks about the importance of like if, if you want to put out content, you just fucking put out content, you know. Yeah. He's like, you know, just, just do it, just do it, just do it, you know. And so I was thinking, about, okay, well, what do I have to offer in terms of Instagram? And then my 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 uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jamel, he always like posts about like you know on Facebook, he always like you know put like real good morning posts and like positivity and stuff, and kind of inspired me to do a little segment I do on my Instagram every day. It's, it's a video. Uh, I was supposed to my Facebook, but just follow the Instagram. It's Captain Hot Sauce. The message of the day is a message about uh, positivity for the day. Uh, there are different messages. Sometimes they're the same messages. They're just worded differently and things like that. And just, you know, try to be a little bit more positive and try to spread some positivity. We obviously live in a pretty shitty world, <laughs> to be honest. And I feel like everyone can use a little bit more positivity. So if you guys are interested, go follow my Instagram account, Captain Hotspot. Yeah, we could all use a little positivity in our crazy world right now with hurricanes and flooding and fires and COVID and all the other. It's almost, you know, it's almost like it's the end of time. Yeah. Oh God, please don't let that be true. Uh, my my fiance's family is very religious, and they keep talking about like like you know this is the end times and the rapture and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like. You know, like, I, I get it, but, like, um, <laughs> at the same time, it's like, you know, this th- these things happen all the time in our world. Like, just bad things happen sometimes, and you have to roll with the punches, and you have to overcome and adapt, and, and don't let it define you. Become a better person. Keep moving. Keep fighting for what's important to you, and, um, you know, don't don't lose sight of your priorities just because you hit some, some bumps and, and bad things are happening around you or you feel like you can't go to the gym and stuff like that. Like you can always find ways to continue your, your progress in life and continue being a better person and making better choices day to day. And, and, you know, despite everything that's happening, don't let it become an excuse for you not to improve your life. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I talked about a lot on my message of the day. They usually like 30 to 45 second clips. 
doesn't take that long to watch them. But, you know, I want to reach more people. So, yeah, go put on my account. Yeah. And then, you know, I also do, like, personal, like, picture posts and stuff about me or, you know, my son or my girl or whatever. I decide to post on Instagram. Pretty sporadic. Up until messages of the day, I hardly ever even uh, post on Instagram. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 sir. So, uh, and I, I would, I would plug my uh, Sacramento Kings fan channel, but due to some naming issues, I'm gonna have to rename the channel. <laughs> so, when that's up and running, uh, at some point during another podcast, I'll probably, uh, uh, I'll probably uh, plug the that channel as well. Awesome. All right. Well. The, stay tuned for, for that announcement, guys. And thank you again to everybody who's tuned in. Make sure you follow us on everything because we need it. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> because we're, we're thirsty. Rate. Do all those things. Uh, and de- We definitely appreciate you guys. And we're going to leave you with the same message we always leave you with. And that is stay, stay nerdy, nerdy boys. boys. We can't do it in sync because we're not together. But it's okay. Damn it. I know. I know you guys always thought that, you know, it was pre-recorded. <laughs> no, let me tell you. Hey. That was a well-timed stay nerdy, boys. Yeah. No editing. No outtakes. Nothing. But we used to do it in person, but now we have to do it over the phone yeah. and stuff. So. When we're in person, oh, we can we, look not in, looking at each other. We can look into each other's eyes get a get a just know. Get, get a gist for how we're going to say it and it's just bam we got it you know but when we're not in person like we we don't know what's happening what's going through the other person's mind are they going to say it all together are they going to extend every word who knows so hey you get you get what you get <laughs> all right all right anyways see y'all later peace